What is it about Super Mario Sunshine where I can maybe only recall one song that's in the game? And it's the. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking the the Delfino Plaza theme. I feel like Super Mario Sunshine is untapped for music remixes. There's a couple of them. But I feel like they're overall nowhere near as much bangers as Super Mario 64. You're right. I can't contest you on that. There is one thing that I like more about Mario 64, and that's the music. Oh, shoot! Everything else that I like more about Sunshine is every other part of the game. Every other, you know what? I don't like the shines or shines. I wish they were stars. Everything else, Nick. Mario wears sunglasses in Sunshine, therefore better game. Welcome to Garbage Game Club. This is the middle of Mario Mania. We're at part two. We're playing all the Super Mario 3D All-Stars games that came out on Switch. Just when you thought the masks were safe to take off, Mario Mania hits again. You know, Mario Mania is running wild over you. All three games were in the middle. We're looking at Sunshine, 2002, GameCube second big mario 3d adventure a big departure from the first whoa what are they doing it's wacky mario's got like a jetpack that's crazy whoa who are all these new characters in the mario universe what do you mean mario's the bad guy and getting put into jail um that story is still a little bit weird honestly how did but, they not know that wasn't mario they don't look anything alike other than they have the same shape well you know mario sunshine is i feel like I was three years old. What do you mean? When N64. Got it. When 64 Mario 64 came out. Came out. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't have an older sibling who was playing the game that I remember. I didn't really touch it. I got an N64 a little bit later, probably. I'd want to say like 99 if I had to guess is when I started me playing that game. I feel like it's tied to my youth. youth. When I think about my childhood where I have functioning memories as like a human being, I think that I'm more primed for really not the 90s, even though we're 90s kids. We're like 2000s kids. And you know what happened at the beginning of 2000s? Mario Sunshine and the GameCube. And you know what I have memories of playing a lot more that I think I have more nostalgia for? Mario Sunshine. Mm. I have memories of like, I have memories of like playing, bringing my GameCube on vacation, driving from Los Angeles up to Oregon to go visit my family, bringing the GameCube and like playing Damn. Mario Sunshine on vacation. I remember playing Mario Sunshine when the McDonald's had had GameCubes in, in the play places where. Oh yeah, I remember that. Mario Sunshine was a game you can play. I remember having the Mario Sunshine disc. I remember so much uh, like in and around that time that Mario Sunshine feels like the game that is peak nostalgia for me, which means me prefacing my opinion that I think Mario Sunshine is the best Mario game in this collection will probably make you go, whoa, 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 Joey, you're just, your glasses are still so Mm rose-colored. You're thinking about this through a different lens. You can't possibly have that opinion. 
Mario Sunshine is the game that has the most controversy around it. People don't like that it's not a quote traditional Mario game because of the jetpack. People think that it's weird because it's different. People will say like, oh man, there's like, you know, three games in the Mario collection and two of them are good. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, implying that Sunshine is the bad game. But as many people are going to go, we should retcon Sunshine from the Mario universe. I stand here standing going, you know what? I have the most fun time with the with 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 Mario Sunshine. I, I think you're right. I think Super Mario Sunshine, it has become cool to not like Super Mario Sunshine. I think that fuck that. I think it has become cool to dislike Sunshine, and I think I even participated a little bit, maybe not as intensely as others, uh, but I do think that the, I I think that there is a serious problem with Sunshine. When the game's best levels are the ones without flood, when it's just like Super Mario sixty four. I don't a hundred percent agree with that, but we can talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's become cool to dislike Sunshine, and I think that this collection will actually be a wake up call for a lot of people that hey, maybe Sunshine isn't as bad as the internet says it is. It's fun, dude, and you know it's why great. Sunshine is fun for me. And if you listen to the last episode, which you should, obviously. I did a comparison between Banjo and Mario, mm-hmm. right? And one of the reasons why I preferred Rare over Nintendo in that point in time is because Banjo had character. And Mario never really has character. Mario's the one with the most character. But fuck, man. Sunshine is just brimming with with ideas, with character, with color, with personality. Mm-hmm. It, it just mm-hmm. permeate, per, permeates the world. There's so much in Sunshine that's, that's cool, that's unique, that's different, that's colorful. Flood has a personality. Bowser and Peach and Bowser Jr. talk. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. Bowser, so Bowser Jr. is pretty cute. Yeah, Bowser's voice is also like... It's weird. His voice is so weird. Oh wow, it doesn't fit. No. It does not fit. Um but yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that Sunshine really outshines Super Mario 64 <laughs> personality. It's personality. personality. Personality as as uh, Samuel L. Jackson once said, personality goes a long way. Personality goes a long way. I think that every world in Super Mario Sunshine has character in a way that Sun, um 64s do not. I think that every world is fun and exciting and worlds I want to explore because they all feel like real places where I feel like Super Mario 64, its design sensibilities of its worlds felt very diorama-like. It felt like they were all staged and someone hand-placed this ramp here because like, oh, it would be fun if the character has to jump from here to here. Whereas Sunshine, it feels like this is a space that has always existed. This amusement park has always been here. But how do you make an amusement park fun for a game? It feels like they came up with the concept first, and then they made the game around it. Whereas uh, 64 feels like they made the design first, like the game mechanics first, and then designed the world around that. Um, and I think that's both a, a, a pro and a con of Sunshine because I feel like 64's level designs were a lot more um, straightforward. I feel like this is a small space. You have your objective. Go for it. Sunshine changes things up by giving you some pretty darn big worlds. They're pretty large. They're pretty big in comparison. And also, 
even just it feels like you're inhabiting this island with with little things like the skybox that lets you see other levels. Oh, it's so good. Level. Like that's I mean at the time surely more revolutionary and groundbreaking, but it makes you feel like you're on an island that that everything is coherent. You can see Rico Harbor from Noki Bay. Like that's cool. As opposed to Sun uh, 64 where you're just in like separate paintings that are divorced from reality there is a certain like cohesiveness to sunshine's world because it all feels like oh yeah this world does make sense to exist in this area in mario's vacation land like it's i think that tropical i want another sunshine game because i want to see mario take another vacay because when mario takes on a vacay it's pretty fun things get wild and you can wear sunglasses yeah and you can go what happened to toadsworth Oh, yeah, he just kind of... Why is he not in other games? He makes so much sense to have, like, a Toad who, like, actually has personality yeah. and, like, is a character. Why do we retcon Toadsworth? He, it's good... He's in the, still on vacay. It's good in the RPG games. He's still on vacay. That's what it is. That's why we have the Super Mario Sunshine 2. We got to go back. It's, like, lost. You got to go back to the island. I mean, I would be down for a Mario Sunshine 2 that's, that's more expanded because, you know, <sighs> Mario Sunshine doesn't do everything... Awesome. I think going back to it, there's still some jankiness. We talked a lot about the controls in Mario 64. Mm-hmm. I still think that Sunshine has some some pitfalls of controls of a game from 18 years ago. Like, it feels... The difference between 64 and Sunshine is massive. Don't get me wrong. Especially when you have Flood to kind of use to fine-tune movements and, like, make stuff easier, uh, if, if you want to put it that way. Flood helps you fix your mistakes. Yeah, which, which is... I think that's good accessible game design yeah i think that's fun i think that's very fun but um it doesn't mean that they really fixed everything in sunshine there is a better camera that's more fluid but it has problems with a lot of walls sunshine's the reason why people used to talk about cameras in 3d games is like having problems sometimes mm-hmm. you, that's something that's relatively been fixed in the modern era you don't have a lot of games with like broken cameras but sometimes there's a lot of times where it's just like, well, I can't see anything. Like, what happened with the camera? I, yeah, I think anytime you have to go in the first-person-esque style camera to shoot one of the pig balloons, that's not fun. Yeah, or like the rockets and the roller coaster. Yeah, I was like, this isn't fun. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the, the other thing is that, like, even Mario's movement doesn't feel rock solid. It feels really close, but it doesn't feel as exceptional as it does in later Mario games. Like, it feels like... If in Mario Odyssey, you have 100% control in Mario, mm-hmm. I'd say in Mario 64, you have 80% control in Mario, and then Sunshine would be right in the middle. Like, you only have 90% control. Like, it's better. You know, that's not right. I think you have less than 70% in, yeah, in 64. In, in 64. And... But, like, I, I, you still don't have, like, that perfect control of Mario, and sometimes that shows up, and you're like, oh, this does, he's not doing exactly what I want him to do. Or like, oh man, I missed this this line by a couple pixels. That feels weird. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't quite feel as crisp, which, you know, goes to the point of last time where these are like an evolution of games and they get better over time. And Odyssey is kind of like the pinnacle now, right? But you, uh, there were some pitfalls with Sunshine still where it didn't feel perfect it felt better but not perfect fluttering with yoshi doesn't always feel good yeah i don't like playing with yoshi in sunshine i don't think he i don't think yoshi's particularly fun to play with the game feels faster in a way that doesn't feel correct it feels like someone is playing on an emulator and turned the emulator speed up to like 105 percent 
because I feel like Mario feels a little too floaty when he's running around because all of his movement feels so instant. It feels like he lacks momentum, whereas in other Mario games, he had that momentum. So when you stop on a dime, you really feel the weight of that in every other Mario game except Sunshine, which I think this... Sun- it's, it's super interesting because in this game, I found myself mastering the side somersault because that's just... I was like, it's so much easier to pull off in this game because there really is a lack of momentum in Mario. So I can just flick the analog stick left and right real quick and jump to do a side somersault pretty much whenever I want. I never jump normally almost. I pretty much exclusively use the somersault because it's faster, you jump higher, and it looks cooler. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I think there's something off about the way the game feels combined with, again, I think this is another a lackluster port because... While the game is mostly 60 FPS, when you get into the Delfino Plaza or whenever there's a lot of things going on on screen, there's some significant frame drops. I've seen frame drops probably below 30 a couple times when I was playing. I was just like, I don't think I've ever noticed frame drops in a Mario game before. This seems bad. Like, what's going on over here? Um, so that was a little bit disappointing. But other than that, I really do like... You know, as sad as I am to lose the long jump, I'm really excited. Dude, when you finish playing Mario 64, sorry, when you finish playing Mario 64 and you long jump all the time because it's like a (laughs) core part of your moveset, when you get into sunshine and you can't long jump, you can't crouch jump. It hurts. What? It really hurts. But I do think they make up for it with some very fun and inventive moves. Like, um, while you may not have the long jump, There's something really satisfying to mastering shooting flood at the floor and then diving on the water, like the the wet floor, to kind of power slide through a level. And you kind of get into this groove where you dive on your stomach, slide on the water, jump up, flip, continue shooting water out, and you do like a 360. Then you dive again and you just kind of rinse and repeat. You feel so, it feels like you're pulling off some masterful level of like maneuvering. But it's pretty straightforward and easy to do. But I like that it makes it feel like it's complicated. Rollout jumps is also really fun. Rollout jumps are great. The 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 spin move mm-hmm. and you shoot flood everywhere. Fantastic, especially in like that Manta Bay level where you have to fight all the man and stingrays and stuff like that. That little the sprinkler spins. Really I love those easy if you just spray spam. Oh yeah, it's great. It's great. It's uh... everyone complains about that level. I'm like, this level's easy. I mean, I had problems with that level when I didn't know that you can just, you know, use your flip like a shotgun by flat back flipping properly. Yeah. So, you know, thanks, thanks, GDQ, for that, <laughs> for that, for that tip. I, I really like the progression. I, I wish Delfino Plaza was a little bit bigger, kind of like I wish Peach's Castle was. Bigger. I wish there was more to do in Delfino Plaza because I feel there's like a lot of shines to get. I feel like there's well, I feel like it's a world that is what I want a hub world to be. But I feel like there's less interesting things to do there than what you think you have the ability mm-hmm. to do. There's fruit vendors and stuff like that that you can give them their fruit. But like, if I shoot a, a free throw three times in a row with pineapple into this basket, I only get a blue coin? Are you kidding me? This, this is hard, dude. <laughs> it's really interesting how they went with the blue coin route with, uh, with Mario Sunshine because you need to, 100% of that game, you need to get all the blue coins, right? Mm-hmm. And the blue coins can be... Real motherfuckers sometimes. Yeah, all I, over the place. I'm not a fan of how they have them hidden because I feel like it's very arbitrary. Like, I don't know, to hide one over there. It's kind of hard to see, whatever. But I do like the addition of an additional currency in Mario where you can kind of 
cash in this extra optional collectible to get another shine. And we see that reappear in um, Odyssey, mm-hmm. which is really fun. I think that's a smart move. But I, I, do, I do think the, the scattering of the blue coins is not particularly great. There's, so, there's like 120 blue coins. Or that's too many. Like, there's there's man. more than that, actually. I think there's like, I think there's 24, if not more, moons you can get from blue coins. That's 240 blue coins at the game. Some man. of which you can only get in certain levels. Like, it's really hard. And certain world states. It's very hard to get 100% shines, to get all shines, which I think is 120, um, in, in Sunshine because of the blue coins. I played, so I played Mario 64 any percent. I got 70 stars I got out. Mario Sunshine... I played all shines in Delfino Plaza and in the missions, but not all blue coins. I ignored the blue coins. I didn't care to, to hunt them down. I felt like it was slightly a waste of time, but I played all the main mission story shines that I didn't do in Mario. Like, again, I, I didn't play basically any of TikTok Clock in, in yeah. 64, but I played, you know, all eight missions in all... Well, in all seven worlds in Sunshine. You kind of have to, though, in order to beat the game, which is interesting because I think that this is both Sunshine's greatest strength and weakness is that you have to do seven shines. Like, uh, basically, you have to uh, battle Shadow Mario in every world in order to beat the so game. seven of. Which is, yeah, you have to... It's basically every seventh um, shine, usually. Um, and I think that's cool because... One, um, you get to, I mean, really explore the world, which is fun because they're all very fun and exciting and worth exploring. But, but like the biggest problem I've always had with Sunshine, and I remember thinking this as like a 10-year-old playing Sunshine. I was like, I don't like that the game basically loads up a world state for this particular shine, and I can't earn another one. Where in 64, I had the ability to get optional stars, stuff that might not be the objective, but... I could have stumbled upon a secret shine or whatever. I like that freeform uh, ability in in uh, 64. Whereas Sunshine, I I felt I remember feeling really put off by the fact that when you go to this world state, you have to get this shine. There's no questions about it. You have to do that because the game. There are a few it. exceptions to that. There yeah, are there are. are there are two to three secret shines, and there's two secret shines in every level that aren't the secrets, and then there's also the hundred coins. Correct. So you can get more different shines out of order, but you can't sequence break. Yeah, exactly. And there is like a certain world state that when you choose this shine, the world will be completely different than if you were in shine one mm-hmm. for that particular world, which is a little bit of a bummer for someone who likes that free form kind of exploration, but. The the pro that I just thought of that I think is actually smart is every time you play a new world state, it really does feel like a brand new world, whether it be the sun setting a little bit more, new enemies, um, new hazards in the environment, things like that. Every world felt like there's like eight di- or I'm sorry, there's like three different variants mm-hmm. to that world, which feels exciting and fun. I really really like that about this game actually and it never felt like where in in 64 i always felt like okay i'm bored of this level now i'm gonna go to another painting because i really only have to get 70 stars um whereas in sunshine it felt very much like yeah i know i have to play seven shines in every world but i'm not minding the time i'm having because i genuinely love exploring the world every time i'm introduced to a new one 
Yeah, I didn't do a lot of straight exploration or like fooling and fiddling around, but I did just enjoy like hanging out there. And it's not like I enjoyed the music or even the visuals that much. It's just like I, I liked my journey to each individual shine. I There's very few levels in Sunshine that feel icky or bad to me either. And a lot of times they save the hardest level for the one to, for the eighth one. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, it's pretty easy to build your way up to the seventh shine and do the boss fight. Yeah, um, but the eighth shines and locations are pretty hard. Like like Rico Harbor's eighth shine, where you have to give Yoshi a durian fruit and turn a bunch of fish into platforms to time your jumps on properly. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult. There are some shines that are hard. Um, Dude, there's nothing sadder than losing a Yoshi to water to realize you have to climb back up to Rico Harbor. You're like, oh my god, this takes forever. <laughs> yeah, or, or you know, um, some of some of the secret stars are pretty hard when, when you take when you take Flood away. Uh, in particular, mm. the one in Noki Bay, I think, is pretty difficult. The one in the shell. Yeah, that one's very hard. The one that one in Noki Bay is, is Bay is pretty difficult. Um, not all of them are hard, no. but, but some of them, like if you're not using the jumping mechanics they want you to do, like you're not going to get the shine as easily. Um, it's nice. I love that wall jumps work in this game. Oh, they're so effortless. Yeah. They're unlike so wall effortless. kicks in Mario 64. Yeah, man, it's rough. I'm, I, the secret shines really, I think are my favorite part of the game. One, because they're harder than the base game. I think that they're genuinely challenging, even the first Secret Shine, compared to the rest of World 1's offering. Um, I like that you don't have Flood, because I think it, it, it does something interesting by removing a mechanic from, from play, but it's short enough that I don't feel annoyed by it. Um, but again, I think it further cements the idea that I love Mario games as dioramas. I love Mario games that have small, condensed worlds where I understand I have to get to... B, and it's just a straight line there, but it's just all about how I navigate the environment. I feel like it's an actual test of skill and platforming, whereas I feel like Sunshine, you can usually kind of cheese to get somewhere if you really want to get somewhere. Yeah. I really like the world without Flood. And I feel like those are planting the seed of what we will eventually see in Galaxy because Galaxy feels a lot like the secret world. Galaxy 2 has a secret, has a world. Galaxy 2 has a world that is the exact same as the Rico Harbor Secret World. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it, it's fun. I think that before I played Sunshine again, I would have agreed with you into that my secret levels were the favorite. But then after playing through the whole game again, I'm like, I agree that they're good, but some of them I just don't like very much. Mm. And other ones, I'm just like, you know, I think I like just having Flood and playing the game kind of as intended like that. They're all good. I, I, I don't dislike them, but I think my opinion of them... Um, lowered a little bit on the replay through i wish sunshine to me feels like a game that i would have loved to have seen given like an odyssey-esque mm-hmm. timeline budget and development structure i'm sure that you know in the day it got the best development structure nintendo could well i think have. it actually launched earlier than nintendo had anticipated like i think they wanted to hold the sunshine for a little bit longer i'm pretty sure that it was a game that was a little bit rushed to launch alongside the GameCube. Yeah, because there's some things that just feel not not necessarily lack of polish, but like how many times do you fight the the Piranha Plant Ink Monster? Yeah, 
five. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit annoying. I, I also think like the fact that they make a big deal of the graffiti early on makes you think that you're going to see it be more of a dilemma than I think it actually is in the final game. Like, I feel like, you know, this obviously came before Splatoon, but I would love to revisit Sunshine after Splatoon. Like, give me a Sunshine where Nintendo has learned from Splatoon, and I think that you truly have, like, some interesting levels that you have to navigate. I think the only time they do anything interesting in Sunshine with the the paint is the final world, Pianta Village, where the entire village is on fire and you don't have flood, so you have to figure out how to reach the mayor. I think that that is such a, a smart and interesting choice for character. And honestly, I don't understand why every world doesn't have that world state variant where the entire world's covered in paint and then you don't have flood and you have to navigate to a certain spot. Yeah, and to talk about you know stuff that could have been rushed in development, like when you get the first world and you like get the statue out of the ground how cool you dive mm-hmm. into the m when you get into rico harbor when you launch the cannon over to the amusement park and then it's like well then you just look at the sun again <laughs> and then you just then there's like a level that's a red pipe that you jump into and like okay whatever i guess like it's yoshi fruit huh and there's another level that's just another copy pasted red pipe but just higher that you need an unlock to get to metroid mm-hmm. style like it was it, it's like the the progression of unlocking these levels and how you travel to them just gets weaker over time which feels weird but the levels i think are still interesting in of themselves but how you get to them feels like descending interest like it just doesn't feel fun um one thing that I found myself surprised by in this playthrough. I feel like I relied less on the alternate nozzles for Flood than I did when I first played it. I feel like I pretty much never used the turbocharge one that lets you fly across the water. I feel like I never actually used that yeah, outside very of the, suddenly. Very, very, very outside suddenly. of the first time. The rocket one, I feel like I only used because I had to to get to that red pipe in order to access a level. But otherwise, I wish... You can get there without the rocket nozzle if you're MLG, but you know what? Really? I didn't know that. Right. I, see, I do... See, I wish that there was more uses for them that felt more like, oh, this is the world designed around the rocket. Whereas I feel like you, none of the worlds feel like they're designed around any specific nozzle. Or sometimes it'd be like, oh, fuck, like, I, I got a rocket in, like, um, some level, and it's like, oh, I wish I just had the normal flood Yeah, right? Right now. I, I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't mean to pick up the nozzle. Now I don't even know where to find the other one because this one's so... I, just the jetpack and then shooting water. That's great. That's all you need. Speaking of uh, flood, there's one thing that I can point to in this game that feels objectively worse than it was before. And that is, is that flood utilized the pressure sensitive yeah. gamecube trigger buttons which meant that you can control how flood f- how far flood was shooting by the different levels of holding down the r button on your controller that was cool that made things like shadow mario fights more dynamic because you can not only control your distance but like the strength of your stream right here it's just on or off it's yeah all or nothing <laughs> on or off and they compensate by that for adding a button um, that allows you to 
stay locked in place and not move forward or back, but use your analog stick. And you can to, move flood. To, yeah, to like kind of change the angle to get that same effect. But it's clunkier. It's not the same. You can't, something... you can't run and do it at the same time, which is kind of the point of like you need to chase Shadow Mario and barely tap the analog stick or the triggers so that you can barely splash out a little water. Mm-hmm. Like the, the casino area of the, the hotel where you have to shoot the wall and get it, all the tiles to match was infuriating because I was like, I didn't, I know what I need to do. I need to shoot this specific tile, but the way Flood works now, it just shoots like four tiles at once. That was miserable. Dude, I forgot. I also had a very not fun time. That probably took me like two minutes to be like, okay, I got to work from the top to bottom <laughs> because I got to make sure that I never the top ones again once they're set. There's actually, if you're speeder, there's a clip. You don't have to do, do that puzzle, which is super fun. Really? But uh, Yeah, um, because I couldn't imagine what that would be like to try and speed up. Like, <laughs> absolutely suck. There's, there's, there's stuff like that that I don't think if you realize what it used to be like, you would just be like, oh, this is the way that it is, right? Mm-hmm. But knowing that how good Flood used to feel with, with that fucking wave bird was awesome. Oh, dude, it was clutch. There, there is also like a tendency in this game to introduce mechanics just suddenly without any prior experience, which is weird. Like I like it because it kind of keeps you on your toes, but it just seems kind of weird and un-Nintendo, like especially in the last area when you're in Corona Mountain, which is real weird now. Um, but when, you, when you're on the fire lava river and you have to control the boat, I was like, I don't think there's anything in the game that really... There is a boat in um, the hub world where you can fuck around with that. Really? Play with it. Yes. But you're forced to do it in Corona Mountain. At the end of the game. And if you don't know what you're doing, (laughs) it's not easy. You're going to die a lot if you don't know what you're doing. It took me probably like five lives to figure out how to use it properly i had to go so slow because i was like it's fine I, i'm not like i think that world would be interesting if the boat was slowly sinking and you had to get across quicker <laughs> and there's probably a world where that design exists but then they're like this is too hard um but yeah it just felt out of nowhere and and very un-nintendo again i think that goes back to like the potential rushing of this game that feels Weird, because I like the last level. It just feels unusual. All the bosses are easy, though. Every boss oh, is easy. The final boss game. is the easiest boss. In any Mario game. In any Mario game. <laughs> it's huh. so weird. But it's fun, though. I like that it feels cinematic in a way that Mario typically doesn't. Like, even compared to Galaxy, I still think Sunshine has the more interesting-looking last boss, because I like the idea of the world crumbling after you just ground pounded and then you have to escape the uh, crumbling area that you were just in. Like, that's kind of fun. I, Nick, I really like Sunshine. Sunshine's really good. When I finished playing all three games, I don't want to spoil anything for our next week episode for, for Galaxy. When I finished Galaxy, I loaded Sunshine up again and did a couple extra shines. Oh, wow. Which I think is, you know... I didn't touch Mario 64 again. I didn't really jump back into Galaxy, but like I did spend just a little bit more time in Sunshine because it was fun. It made me happy, and I don't know how much of that I can really attribute to. You nostalgia. just love you just love those sunglasses Mario can wear. Yeah, I I just liked I liked Sunshine. I always liked Sunshine. I think I still like Sunshine. I still think that it's I think that it is the best the best game in in the bunch and that's like a spoiler because i mean next week we're going to talk about galaxy but i think that 
if you put a gun to my head and you're like, Joy, what's your favorite game of the three? I'm, I'm going to pick Sunshine. That's very interesting. That's, that's a bold choice, but I respect it because I, I think I did find a newfound respect for Sunshine. I had a blast. I had such a good time playing through Sunshine. Um, the one thing that sucked was trying to get that Yoshi to the island where the, the castaway guy is in Delfino. I didn't do that. Ash. I, I gave up. I was like, this is dumb. I'm, uh, this is a waste of my time. I wanted to do it so bad because of how weird it is. But man, it's such, such, a, such an interesting level. Uh, one last thing I wanted to touch on. Is this the game that planted the seed for Splatoon? Because one, the whole ink like graffiti stuff mm-hmm. is very, feels very Splatoon now. But the area, the, the portion of Rico Bay where you have to ride on the squids, those squids look an awful lot like the Splatoon when they have to jump out of the water. Splatoon portion, like I think that there's like some reverse in inspiration. Going yeah, on. I feel I, backwards. Yeah, I feel like the Splatoon does. We're probably like, oh man, this reminds me of uh, Sunshine. But I, I, I desperately, after Odyssey, give let me revisit the world of Sunshine. Let's reunite Mario with Flood, but let's add a touch of Splatoon in there. Like I think that there's some design sensibilities that carry forward um, into Sunshine that would do very well in splatoon so yeah give me that game let me see mario in shirtless again baby mario sunshine 2 give it to me let me see that shirtless mario i would flip my shit for that (laughs) um everybody you heard it up top i'm gonna tell it to you again it's mario mania if you want to enjoy the show consider supporting us on patreon patreon.com slash cyberguy which we're gonna make another one next week to finish out mario mania with uh, mario galaxy the third game in the collection and uh, yeah, and, and until then, I think that we still got one more monumental Mario game to talk about, which is uh, which is one that I think has been heralded by the critics as the favorite. And this is the one that I had actually never played before. What? I played um, a little bit of it at a Best Buy, the demo station. You never played Mario I, Galaxy? I never played. Did play you play I, two? I played a little bit of two. What? How? You're like a certified G gamer. How have you never played Mario I, Galaxy? I honestly think until Odyssey, I only liked Mario. I didn't go crazy over You're Mario. You're so fucking wrong. <laughs> so incredibly wrong. I'm I can't even look at you, okay? I am excited to talk about Odyssey next week, especially now knowing that that's kind of like your Galaxy. First- Galaxy next week, knowing <laughs> that it's kind of your first foray in, into the uh, into the situation. So so it will be good. That is your homework for next week. Play Galaxy. Play Galaxy. Or maybe you're like us and you already played all three of them back to back within the span of like three days. Because we're broken people. Yeah. Or we're just MLG gamers, dude. So until then, thank you so much for playing my game. He actually says it properly at the end of this one. Thanks, dude. Thanks, dude.